Hey everybody, welcome to Marriage Sanctified. We are Tim and Jenny. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. You know, babe, we're gonna need to tell our people that, you know, we do read articles on trending things happening in marriages all yes. the time, and we try to keep up with them so we can share them with you guys. And we came across this one article recently, a new trend called Lat Marriages. Babe, what is that? So a Lat marriage is a living arrangement that you choose in marriage, living apart together, yeah. which to me, doesn't make any sense. How can you live apart together? <laughs> in your marriage, right? In your marriage. And, and this is something that, as I read this article, man, it really, it really just upset me. And, you know, almost to where I was just like, wow, I can't believe this is happening in our country. You yeah. know what I mean? And how people are just responding to it. I mean, there was a, there was an article or a poll that said there was over 4 million people that are doing this. Yeah. To me, that's just insane and yeah. upsetting. And it's against God's design for marriage. And that's what we love to talk about. We know that God's design for marriage works. And the way yes. that he created marriage yes. and the way that he talks about marriage and instructs us with how to, to treat each other and how to act with each other in marriage, that that works. That is the firm foundation. And like you said, this is a trend. And so this latch trend is is no different really than like a legal separation that we used to hear about decades ago. Yeah. Um, it won't last. I right. mean, any marriages that, that want to incorporate this sort of living in their marriage, this being apart but together, um, eventually what's going to happen is there's the together is going to fall off and it's just going to be being apart. Well, you read it, you know, after reading further down the article, it was almost to the fact that uh, they started off good. Yeah. But then as the time went on, a couple of the people talking, it ended up being in a divorce. Yeah. You know what I mean? So maybe at, maybe at the beginning it sounds good, but in reality, it's not going to work through God's design. No, it's not. Yeah. And, and I think that anybody who thinks that this would be uh, a great way to, to choose to live in right. your marriage right. is just obviously being very deceived and, yeah. and by the world. And we have to be very careful because as Christians, we do live in the world. And whether you're a Christian or you're not, um, this, this is not good. No, this not is not good. And, and we're finding like two main reasons why uh, right. people are choosing this sort of living arrangement their marriages. One, it's because they believe that they can resolve their marital conflicts better by being apart. <laughs> and then secondly, um, it's sometimes they choose this, especially okay. when it comes to careers to live apart um, because you're, you're pursuing individuality. And right. we just know that God's design for marriage is not about being focused on yourself, right. um, about right. selfishness, selfishness or individuality. Um, and it is about learning to resolve conflict together right. in a very healthy and effective way with uh, using the, what the Bible has right. to say. Well, like you just said, it's not biblical and it's not God's design for marriage. Yeah. Plain yeah. and simple. So, yeah. you know. So, what are, let me, I have two... Um, Bible verses yes. that were that I want to talk about. The first one's Ephesians five thirty one. It says, "For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united with his wife, and the two will become one flesh." Remember that word, just key word, one flesh. Yes. Uh, the second one is Matthew nineteen sixteen. It says, "So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Uh, therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate." Now, the key word to me there, I know in NIV version, it says, um, I forgot the thing, but in, in this one, it says join together. It doesn't say separate. It doesn't say set apart. It doesn't say without each other. It says join together. So this uh, lat thing 
is to me does not go against what God is telling me right here in these Bible verses. Yeah, and I think we can go all the way back to the Old Testament right. um, in just creation alone. God created woman because he he looked at man and he saw that it was not good for man to be right, alone. Right, right. So if it wasn't good for him to be alone, why would it be good for <laughs> man to be alone right. now after you are married? Right. So God created Eve. He created the woman. And it, scripture says that he created the helpmate. helpmate and right. so if you're living apart, you're cutting out the whole helpmate part. That's it. And, and that's, that's what you know, God designed this for, for us to need each other. Right. And it says be fruitful and multiply. Right. I mean, that to me doesn't mean separate. It doesn't mean anything else. It means being together. Well, I'm glad that you mentioned that because, you know, we should talk about the the fact that, you know, procreation is part of uh, God's design for marriage, sex. And that's why there's so much in the Bible that talks about sexual immorality. And so speaking of that, I think a lat agreement would be actually very good if you're engaged and you're trying to honor God by not having premarital sex. That's when a that agreement right. would Before arrangement, I should right. say, would work. Right. Um, but when you're married, you know, one of the purposes is to be fruitful and to multiply. And and I think it's important to mention, you know, the Bible does talking about this even says that, you know, I don't have authority over my own body and right. you don't have authority over your own body right. and that we are not to deny each other um, unless we both agree and it's to pray, you know, and be apart and, and right. again, to seek God for, but, you know, again, that's something that you discuss and it's temporary. I mean, right, these, these right. lot agreements are not being um, chosen as temporary. Well, if you look at God's design in marriage, you look at lat's design in marriage. You right. know, God's design is unity. Uh, lat's design is individuality. Right. Okay. Yes. Um, if you look at uh, God's design is oneness, uh, lat's design is separation. Yeah. You know what I mean? So totally two different things here. Uh, The next one would be joy. God's design is joy where last design is happiness. Yeah, that's the scale of measure. Whether we're going to live together or not is whether I'm individually happy or you are. And what else? Uh, The last one I think would be self-control. God's design is self-control where last design is temptation. Yes. Well, oh, you know, yeah. separation. There's so gonna, many ways we could go into yeah. that the, into that conversation, right. but it's true. And I think, okay, so some people may say, "Why would I would never consider, uh, you know, living apart from you?" Um, but I think when our thoughts start to go in the direction of we should have separate bank accounts, right. we can't right. work out. Right. Right. You know, typically there's a spender and a saver, and yeah. rather than working that out, you yeah. know, you start to think, okay, separate bank accounts, or if you don't trust each other, yeah. you know, no, uh, not sharing passwords. passwords so right. when your thoughts start to go in that direction, um, it seems like going from there to a lat living agreement is far away, but really it's not. You can get there pretty quickly and it doesn't matter whether you're a Christian or not. We can all fall into this temptation of thinking things would just be better if we didn't have to go through the rough times in our marriage. We hear hear this through uh, coaching marriage people themselves Mm -hmm. and we see this not, and and, and this is not, this is separate from lat, but we still see the same scenarios happen in, in their marriages that, I don't share this. I don't have that. And they're together. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, okay, well, now you want to separate. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just doesn't make any sense. Well, okay. You know? So living apart together, here's another thing. Right. Like you said, it is separate than a lot arrangement. But we, there are a lot of people in marriages right. that actually live apart. Some right. people live in the basement. And some yeah. people, we read this in the article too, yeah. they choose to live in the basement and the other party lives, you know, on another floor or just 
separate rooms on entirely different parts of the house. Um, It's still just, you know, they're doing that to sometimes avoid these things that happen in marriage that aren't always fun and they're sometimes difficult. I mean, one of the biggest things, you know, as you look at is that if you're apart, how how are you going to communicate? Right. I don't understand that. You know what I mean? So I don't understand it. So communication is one of the big things which we've discussed on many podcasts, you know, about communicating. So you got to look at, okay, well, how, how can I communicate better if we're together and, and, and if you're apart, there is no communication. Yeah. We read in the article as it went down, they said that, well, my husband comes over and helps me every day. Right. Okay, but then he leaves at night <laughs> or he leaves, he comes over and helps you for a little bit, but then he leaves. Yes. Okay, I don't understand that. You know what I mean? So uh, you're not studying each other. You know, we talked about this, yes. you know, studying your spouse. How can you study your spouse? If you're living separately. Well, and I think if you're living separately, you can, um, you can, I don't want to say this. You can, you can be less authentic. Um, I can show you what you want to see for the limited amount of time on there, but then I can go home and, and maybe not have any accountability and you won't see maybe something else that I'm struggling with or something. So, I mean, there's just so many things that go wrong by inviting separation. And I think that that is a tactic that the enemy loves to use. Isolate, separate, destroy. Ooh, I love that. That's awesome. And guess what? You know, we talk a lot about their love languages. Right. Well, how are you going to learn their love language if you're separated? True. Plain and simple. You cannot learn their love language if if you're separated. From your spouse or to love you in, in your yes. love language right. i mean words of affirmation sure right. i could give those over the right. phone and stuff to you but oftentimes we have to display through our actions and not just our words right. the love in our spouse's love language right so, so we, we reduce those opportunities if right. we're not together i agree so the next thing i would say would how are you going to extend forgiveness and grace oh that's really good think about it if you're yeah. separated you're not you don't you know you don't have that closeness in order to give your spouse that grace to give them that forgiveness that you need being separated. Okay. So that just made me think of something here too. It's not just that it's extending, uh, other fruits of the spirit, right? Right. Um, self-control. If if you're, if we're living apart together and you come over and we, you spend the afternoon here or even the day here, um, you know, if I get fed up with you, I can send you home. <laughs> you know, instead of maybe me being forced to have patience right. and understanding and learning from you, I mean, it's easy to say, okay, well, I can tolerate you for a certain amount of time because I know you're going home. I think you used an example of like the grandchildren. If you had yeah, grandkids, if you, right? If you had, think about the grandparents out there. You know, we don't have any yet. Hopefully, one day. But <laughs> you know, but if you think about it, uh, they get the kids. Yeah. And they're like, yes, everything's good. And they're happy the whole day. But by at night, they're like, thank God I can send them home to back right. to their parents. You know what I mean? We so, don't want our no. marriage to be no, a relationship like you have, that. You, have, you, you, end up, you get into selfishness. You know what yeah. I mean? You start getting this stuff, being separated, yes. that you need in that marriage in order to succeed. So true. So uh, The next thing I would do is you, you brought up learning self-control. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's another big one. Uh, you and know, we can display that through right, our actions. Right. I mean, like I said, like with the uh, impatience thing. But let's just say that I have uh, an issue with... Uh, just avoidance or, or silent treatment or stuff. You know, if I can go to my own separate place, then then that's great. Yes. How am I ever going to be held accountable? Right. You are my accountability partner, right. number right. one. And you can't be that if you're not around me all the time. And that's a big thing that I know we talked about this again. Uh, you know, to me, 
we believe that your spouse should be your accountability partner. Now, and everybody's not going to agree with that, you know, because right. some people have friends that, you know, hey, hold me accountable. Men, he uh, men helping other men yes, be accountable. Yes, of course. Those we are all that, important. Yes. I want my wife to put me in my place if I'm wrong, plain and simple. Because that's God telling her that, you know, he's acting kind of strange today. You know, and we're saying something different. I yes. want to my wife to say, hey, it's time to, you got, you got to do something about this. You right. know what I mean? You're, you're acting, you're acting crazy or, you know, you're saying it's the wrong things. And I think that being married and having, you know, not to get too much into the accountability, but right. still having that, it, it's easier sometimes to take it from it your is. spouse. Right. Your spouse sees right. you at your worst and your best. Right. And so we need that. We need that constant, I think, accountability or you know, we're going through sanctification all the time. I was, I was getting ready to say, you need to be, you need to be in that sanctification process yes. daily. If you're separated, you can't have that sanctification from God. Or allow the marriage to, right. to do that, to, right. to teach you. Right. I know through our marriage, I have learned um, what things trigger me, um, that I, that I tend to be an emotional mm -hmm. reactor instead of a responder. Yeah. I wouldn't have learned any yeah. of that if you and I hadn't gone through the stuff we've gone through yeah, in our marriage. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. God certainly, it, you know, for the people who aren't married, God certainly will use other trials right. to teach you that. But if you are married, it's like the number one place yeah. to be able to yeah. really have somebody who feels open enough to be able to talk to you and yeah. to tell you, okay, you're maybe not acting like you should be. Yeah, you got. I mean, you got to be more Christ-like. Yeah, plain and simple. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, that's so. the goal. Yeah, that's the goal to grow yeah. together and to let all of the different trials and stuff that we have. You had a. Uh, you had a. Uh, you told me earlier. You had a. Uh, a little diagram or something about the triangle. Yeah. Well, you know? I think this is the other thing. This is huge too, is that we talk about how God is the center of our marriage. Right. So we like to always think of it as a triangle with God at the top, you know, husband and wife on each side and you've invited God in. He's the head. He's right. the center. He's what holds you together. If you cut that off and we separate, we're cutting God out. You cut him straight out of everything. Yeah. You know, just because you think, well, God's still with me. I still pray to him. Yeah, but God's not blessing you because you split that marriage. You split yeah. that marriage by separating yes. uh, that unity that God has put in place. Yeah. So um, to me, that's just heartbreaking. It man. Is. I mean, when we hear stuff like that. It is. So, um, Another one would be, uh, you know, what Satan's tactics are doing. You know yeah. what I mean? They're, they're, they're isolating and destroying mm -hmm. that marriage. Yeah, you know, I agree. I think the, we're inviting him in. As right, soon as we right. cut God out, then we're, then we're inviting, yeah. we're inviting Satan I, I in. I agree. So, uh, and it also invites temptation and trust issues. That's which is a big thing. It is. You know, the, it is. the trust thing to me is really, if you have a trust issue with your spouse, um, and then all of a sudden you separate I don't see the, I mean, I just really can't see why people would think that it's still okay. Yeah. That's just going to make that relationship fall apart even yes. worse. Yes. You know, yes. so uh, I, I don't know. Anyway. No, and I think this is the other thing too. So even, let's just say you're not having marital conflict. Right, right. Um, and you just want to live apart together because you're like super focused on your career or super focused on school or whatever for yourself. Right. And I think, you know, with God, he calls us to unity in, in our relationships and especially in our marriage. And so we're not supposed to be, it's great to have individuality. Don't get me wrong. It's great to yes. have separate. Yeah. I mean, it, you're right. totally fine to have a separate career and to pursue that. But we have to remember that being at home and taking care of our spouse and our family is is the primary is thing. The primary. So this is what I was going to talk to. I was going to talk to the men. So men, this is really on my heart, and it's nothing against you. You know what I mean? It's just that 
I'm going by what God's design is, okay? And God's design is your primary mission field is your family. Yes. Plain and simple, okay? Your wife, your kids. That's what you have, that's what you're responsible for no matter what, yeah. okay? And we're seeing this being torn apart because the men now and the, and the women, both of them are, are separated. So how can, you, how can you stick to your primary function that God tells you if you're separated? Well, you okay. Can. I think this is important to mention that it's okay temporarily. Right. You know, if you're if you have a job that requires you to be away from home, maybe even overnight. You know, I would say that that's fine, but you just have to be very careful to make sure you don't extend that to. Well, you know, it all, it would be better if I actually bought a house separate from my spouse in another town. Right, right. I mean, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, that all about, that's when it becomes into lat. Right, okay, yeah, that you, becomes and, a lat. And we know many people who travel, you know what I mean, who work away, but yes. if you're gonna be away from a long extended period, why is your wife and children not with you? They or the other to, way around. Or the other we way know around. women do works. this too. Right, so all I'm saying is that if you're gonna, you don't wanna get into this lat, uh, uh, lat mentality. Uh, yeah. yeah, you don't wanna get it at all. You wanna, stay, you wanna be close to your family. Men, God's pretty much said, you know, I got two verses here, I'm gonna read. All right, two verses. Ephesians 5.23 says, um, for the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, the body of which he is the savior. I mean, it's telling us that he is the head, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? But not in a way to where it's, you know, anything negative, it means that I am the head of the household. I'm responsible for my wife and kids, for my family. By leaving them, I'm not being responsible. Well, well, you are called to lead. And right. I, I believe that's what that's saying. You're called, you're called right. to lead. I am. And it's very hard to lead when you're not together. Yeah. I mean, you can. it's very hard to do that. And it's also, ladies, it's very hard to... Um, show your husband the respect that he naturally re craves um, right. if you're not together. Right. If I'm a woman and I've decided, okay, you know, I can make great money, but I might have to go to New York City and live there for a little while to do this, you know, for a couple years and, and then say to you, okay, you and the right. kids stay home. I'm going to go there. Um, it's going to be very hard. I'm leading myself right. <laughs> and it's going to be very hard right. For us, in Ephesians, it talks about how you are to submit to each other unto the right. Lord. How are we submitting to each other under the Lord if I'm pursuing this and, and, and you're stuck here, let's just say. I mean, one other Bible verse for the men here, you know, Ecclesiastes 9.9, 9, it says, Enjoy life with your wife, whom you love all the days of this meaningless life that God has given you under the sun. All your meaningless days, for this is your lot in life and in your uh, toilsome labor under the sun. I mean, it, it's, it's... Your wife's your gift. That's it. You know <laughs> what I mean? And, and if you're separated from her or him, opposite, whoever it is, you know, you really got to read God's word and you really have to get back into being that one flesh again. And it's plain yes. and simple. I mean, here's one for uh, 1 Corinthians 7.10 for the ladies. And this is a command. Right. It says, to be married, I give the command, not I, but the Lord. A wife must not separate from her husband. I mean, it says it. It says right there, do not separate. Well, we know so, with this whole um, love and respect thing, right. we know that that works. Yes. But we've, we've done it without yes. that. Right. <laughs> and right. now um, we've done it with it. And yes. we, we know that it works. And we know that I'm supposed, you, you're, as a man, you're going to naturally crave respect. And as a woman, believe it or not, I naturally crave that love right. and that leadership, right. that stability, knowing that you're going to take 
take care of me. Even though I'm taking care right. of you too, there's, we take care of each other. We submit unto the Lord. And I think when we start to really pursue too much of this selfish desires and individuality, you know, especially if we're having issues, yeah. Um, yeah. then we're just giving Satan that in into right. something and we've cut God out. I mean, it all comes down to living together helps us submit to one another for it the sure Lord. It sure does. It's for like, the Lord. It's, it's all for, for His Lord. glory. For Remember, him. our marriages are not about individual happiness. Right. It is totally for the glory Amen. of the Lord. Our marriages are supposed to be a beautiful picture and representation of the relationship that Christ yeah. has with the church. And every time you and I think about some of the things that we're doing, yeah. that's, that is what we use as our standard, as our guide. Is this going to glorify God, right. what we're doing? Right. Is it going to glorify God if Amen. I go live separately from you? Is it going to glorify God if our children have to split their time between us? Right. Emil. That's I mean, just how it comes we down see, to. We see how the children are torn apart when a situation happens. I mean, yeah. you know, most of them, people are divorced, and we see how it tears apart. Yeah. So living apart from each other is going to do the same exact thing. And if you don't think so, you will see in the long run that it does. It, it'll end up being ultimate right. separation from each other and right. from God. Right. So what we think is that we need to just honor God with our marriages. Right. We have to work through those tough times because we know one of the best things about going through a marriage trial is the blessing that comes after. Yes, the yes. growth, every the time. closeness. Every time. Every time. Every time. I cannot stress that enough. Every time we go through a trial in our marriage, the blessing afterwards is just like, boom. And we're yeah. like, okay, where's the next trial coming? Because I want to get that blessing Basically, again, I know? know. I mean, our so, love, our love right. for each other and for the Lord and what he does just by growing us yeah. and changing us is, is, what, is what really gives you that joy, yeah. that joy in the Lord. If, you know, I want to tell the camera, if you are going, tell the people, excuse me, if you are going through a situation, maybe it's on your mind, maybe it's in your mind already, maybe you've done it, or maybe it's just at a point to where you are having those issues in your relationship and this is something that you think you want to do, I would say, please open the Bible, yes. read what God's word tells you to do because it can change, it will change, God will change your mind. God will show you what you're, what you're lacking in your marriage, what you're missing in your marriage, what you need in your marriage, and how to bring it back together. Yeah. But you have to let him in your, you know, in, into your heart. Let him show you, because if you don't, most, people, most of these people that are doing this don't have God. You know what I mean? Some Christians are doing it. You know what I mean? And it's a shame that they're doing it. But again, that means you're putting the Bible down. You're not listening to God's word anymore. Yeah. If you're doing this, yeah, you know we I mean? have to remain. And we're not, we're not here sitting here trying to hurt anybody, cut anybody down. We're trying to tell you what God says that this is wrong, and that so because it has nothing to do with us. If you get mad about this, get mad at God's word, not at, not at <laughs> yeah. us. You know what I mean? So all I can say is that men, I want you all to step up and, and, and lead your family to the right decisions of life that God is uh, intending you to have. And no. ladies, you need you need to submit to the Lord first and to your husband. Mm. And, and I don't mean that in, in a way that the world has twisted it. Yeah. I mean it in the way that the Bible talks about it and designs this. We are here for each other. We, we are each other's helpmate. And if we're going to live separate, you know, we're just not honoring God. That's it. Men, respect your wives. Plain yeah. and simple. Yeah, and I mean, uh, they, they, are, they are your oneness. Yeah. Okay. Love and respect. There you go. So... Hey, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, we love you guys. We'll be praying for each of you. And if you ever, again, have any questions, please email us uh, at marriagesanctified.com. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. And uh, God bless. We love you all.